Hello, and welcome to this episode of OPI Talk. I'm your host, Heike Diekman, and my guest today is Greg Leonard, CEO of global business supplies reseller Lyrico. Greg has been in charge of Lyrico for about 18 months now, but his career with the reseller goes back much further. He has, in fact, spent all of his professional life at the company, so knows it pretty much inside out. And that's just as well, as he's needed all his experience and knowledge to not only steer the company through these pandemic times, but also to continue the transformation journey that his predecessor set out several years ago. I caught up with Greg just before Christmas for our big interview in the next issue of OPI. That's the January-February issue, which is sitting at our printers right now, waiting to be mailed to our readers. Here's an extract of that interview. Greg, let's go back in time for a moment and talk very briefly about Lyrico's transformation path that uh, first began about five years ago. Following the departure of, of Steve, uh, what, uh, and when, uh, when my predecessor arrived what, we dis- arrived, what we decided to do was to be looking at what, where, what we needed to be doing. And uh, uh, Hervé launched a, a big plan that was called DARE 3.0. And the goal of DARE 3.0 was to make sure that Lyrico was putting himself in a better position to address the, the opportunities that the digital world was offering to us. Uh, so we are, in a, in a, we are a company that is coming from, uh, which is coming from uh, uh, a background where we're selling things to our people, and we still believe that the people are going to be key for us to be selling in the future. But having said that, we see a trend where the customers are buying online directly or requesting more information online or having a better experience online. So what we have decided to create was a full omnichannel experience uh, for our customers, uh, being able to whatever channel they come to us, whether it's online, whether it's through the phone, whether it's through our reps or uh, through chat solutions, they are interconnected uh, and, and basically uh, they have a one, common, uh, one common experience. To give you an example, we want to make sure that if someone is moving their offices and they go online because they start looking for a desk, we are capable to track that uh, and to say, oh, it seems like these people are requesting a little bit more service. And then we can trigger the fact that we are going to call this person or potentially even have uh, one of our salesperson to go and visit this person to, uh, to help them to organize their move. So it's really adding services uh, to, to what we are doing, which is making us different from what we're seeing in the pure digital player world. So that was one of the, of the milestones is to deliver the tools because in order to do that, we had to reshape a little bit the way we were being organized from an IT standpoint. And, and, uh, and that their 3.0 project uh, from basically 2016 to 2019 was to put in place all the tools. And, and now we have all the tools in place, not only centrally, but we have been able to make, it, make them available to all the countries. So we are building that experience and we are building it, with it the lyrical way, i.e. Uh, every country is doing their own experience. Uh, they have they have uh, successes. Sometimes they make mistakes, and that's okay. What we do is that we all share our successes, we all share our failures, and we learn from it day after day. So, what did you find when you came back from Asia and took the top job in July two thousand nineteen? Uh, I came back. Uh, I when when I arrived back last uh, last summer. Obviously, one of the things that I did after having spent ten years uh, in Asia, even though. Uh, I was part of the uh, of the uh, executive committee, and therefore I was uh, I was participating to uh, to the decisions that were taken. 
uh, I, I was remote and I was living in Asia and I was coming uh, to Europe only six weeks. So the first thing that I did was to, to try and listen a lot about uh, what was working and what was not potentially. Uh, globally speaking, we, we were finalizing the DARE 3.0 transformation project that I just mentioned and we had to, uh, we, uh, it, was, it was coming to a term and, and the idea was to wrap it up and to make sure that everything was correct and then to make it available to all the countries because it was developed centrally with two pilot uh, countries. Scandinavia and France, to be transparent, and and then we had to roll it out. So that was that was it, and and it was the end of a big story for for Lyrico, uh, being able to implement those tools in order to be moving faster to the omni-channel journey I described earlier was very important, and it was time for us to operate a switch about and and see uh, see what we wanted to do. So one of the first big topic on which we worked all together with all the managing director was to define the new vision that we wanted to have for the next five for the next uh, five years and the next ten years. Where do we want to be? Uh, where do we want to be going? And this is what we, uh, this is what you may have picked up already, and it's on our website. Uh, we we define a new vision for our for our company, which is a great working day delivered, uh, and every word into this vision has a very important meaning. We don't want to deliver a good working day; it's a great working day that we want to be uh, doing. So once again, being obsessed on the customer excellence is uh, something that we are uh, absolutely uh, obs thrilled with, and 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 uh, want to deliver. Uh, the working day, it's because we are a B2B company and we don't intend to be going outside of the B2B. So I know that uh, it might be one of your questions. We will remain into B2B and we don't intend to extend the scope of this. And that's uh, that's something that we want to do every day on a regular basis. And the fanatical attention of details that we have to our customers and, and that we have to the operation that we do is is there. Uh, and to deliver that this on a daily basis. And then the next step for us, after we've, we've set up that vision, which is basically where we want to go, uh, is the strategy and how you want to go there. Uh, so we did a strategic review. Uh, obviously, we wanted to do, to do the strategic review in March, uh, but uh, a small event happened called COVID. <laughs> uh, so we postponed that strategic review. We started the business with, uh, we started the review with, with consultants uh, in July. And over the last four months, it has been uh, something on which took us a lot of focus. Uh, and now we have the, we have defined five new strategic pillars that we are going to uh, release. Let's talk about the competition. I'm not very familiar with that competition in a highly fragmented market like Asia, but Europe is a bit more clear-cut, I think. Stable Solutions, Office Depot Europe, they're just two of the companies which have gone through a lot of disruption lately. Have you benefited from that? You know what, it's, it's, uh, we don't necessarily look at this as being super happy. We, we love to work into an environment where we are being challenged on a regular basis. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 uh, and obviously, uh, the, uh, the fact that these companies are, are, uh, are currently not doing as good as they, what they used to be doing, uh, is not necessarily a good, good thing for us. So did we benefit from us from that? Yes, we have, uh, we have good, we have customers that are coming to us, uh, asking us to be served. Uh, and and we we do this. They remain strong, you know. They they remain very present on the market. They still they're still present all the tenders. They're still uh, knocking on door. They still steal customers away from us. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's a good and healthy competition. Uh, but there are still good companies, good competitors, and and Lyrical needs good competitors. Any good company needs good competitors to be challenged, to be able to ask yourself every morning when you go to when you go to work, the fact that there is someone strong in front of you that you need to be competing with. And I guess you've also got a bigger competitor now in PBS Holding, which bought Deepas Assets in Central Europe. Yes, and PBS is a very, very good company. They are a very solid company uh, that we respect a lot. And definitely the move that they have done in Central Europe is a very good move for PBS, that's for sure.
And Lyrical itself, of course, bought Deepa's contract business in Spain last summer. Is it too early to give some feedback on that acquisition? No, it's it's uh, it's not too early days. We have we have actually finalized the uh, the full integration of the asset that we uh, we have purchased from Office Depot. Uh, Office Depot uh, contacted us uh, with uh, an intention to divest. Every single time we are contacted for uh, for things like that, we always look, uh, we always discuss, and uh, it so turned out that uh, it was it was a good opportunity for both us and Office Depot. So we. Uh, We've acquired the assets of Office Depot. We've transferred those assets within our organization. Uh, it was a big project that we uh, we took both centrally and uh, in Spain. Our Spanish team have been doing a fantastic work, and we have been uh, we have been tracking the success of the uh, of the transfer of the asset gift, both in terms of customers that keep on trading with us, but also uh, the sales uh, that are being transferred. And, and I'm very delighted to report that we have been able to transfer all the all the deals. The customer seems to be delighted. Okay, that sounds good. I'm not sure if it's one of your biggest markets, but you're definitely the number one player there now. Is that right? Yes, we are. What about Italy? Office Depot still has a presence in Italy. Is that business something that was offered to you as well? As far as I know, Italy wasn't included in Depot's Viking Plus plan. Yeah, I know. Uh, but we have... Uh, we have uh, uh, an, a habit within Lyrico, I don't know if it's a good or bad habit, but we don't comment on things on which we could potentially be working on. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll see what happens with that then. Let's talk about COVID-19, so the last nine months, effectively. What has the pandemic done in your various markets that has either presented a huge challenge or, alternatively, a big opportunity? It's actually, it's, it's uh, obviously from a sanitary standpoint, it has been uh, something that we are we were absolutely concerned about and we, on which uh, we had to take a lot of uh, opportunities. But from a strategic standpoint, it's, uh, it's uh, helped us as a matter of fact. Uh, the uh, Lyrico is a, big, is, a, is a big boat and that has been running, as I said, for the last 94 years uh, and, and working very, very efficiently. And when you need to... Uh, when you when you are when you are hit like by the dig digital era, when you have to reinvent your business model and making sure that you make it more more flexible and and uh, and uh, more agile, uh, it's a little bit difficult because you have ten thousand people to uh, to to embark with you and uh, and and a lot of things that are actually being done in such a way today, and it's difficult to do it differently. So uh, the fact that we we got hit by uh, by the wave of by the the storm of COVID. Helped us a lot because it shook us a little bit more. Uh, it it uh, it means that the uh, suddenly the, uh, the the perimeter or the, uh, the 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 playground on which we are currently playing is not the same anymore, and it forces us to review the situation and to do things differently. I'll give you a concrete example. Uh, we were not doing home delivery, and we were wondering whether it was an opportunity or not. We were sensing the fact that home delivery before COVID. Uh, the innovation team that was working on it was saying, okay, we know that there is a trend on which people are starting to work from home more and more. And it means that the business is going to transfer, the B2B world is going to transfer where potentially you're going to have to deliver the employees at home. And we were working on that. So we were kind of ready with this, but we were we were hesitant to be have, deploying the solutions. We were testing, but not necessarily rolling out all the solutions that we had in mind. And when COVID hit, we said, oh my God, we have to do it. We have no choice. Uh, and we did, and it took us basically four days to be able to start delivering from home, and and then we spent another three months to fine tune the solution, in 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 which that now you can order uh, if you're an employee of Lyrico, uh, if you are an employee of a of a company with uh, a customer with Lyrico, you can order 
your your products on the Lyrico website, you will deliver next day at your home, and your company will be invoiced directly. So it's it's a perfect solution. Uh, and and uh, so yes, the COVID has been enabling us to to shift our model and to reinvent ourselves into the way we are doing business. You mentioned the cleaning aspect. More broadly than that, your sizable footprint and expertise in PPE has obviously been incredibly valuable for you over the past nine months or so. But you've been in this category for many years, not just since you bought Intersafe in late 2018, haven't you? Can you tell me a bit more about that journey? Uh, when it comes to the acquisition of Intersafe, back in 2010, we started to sense the fact that PPE-related products were more and more in demand from a customer. They were telling us, you do great when it comes to general office supplies. We love you. Thank you very much. Uh, we, we also buy this. Can you help us? So we've been starting to do this, uh, and it's a threefold story. First, uh, we said, oh, it doesn't look too complex. Uh, we should be able to do it. And we decided, actually, to try to do it ourselves and to have in our catalog products, PPE products, just like we were having uh, other products. And, and it worked. We... We got some positive results, not fast enough compared to our ambition. So then we started to say, okay, we need to hire people that have been working in that industry because there is more than meets the eyes, obviously. There are things that we need to understand a little bit better. And this is what we did. We hire people from the industry in pretty much in, in many markets. And there again, we had successes. We accelerated our market share. Uh, some markets did very, very well. Italy did very, very well. Poland, Thailand, uh, our markets where we managed to, to grow fast but not fast enough compared to our ambition. Uh, and that's where we said, okay, the next step for us is to acquire actually a specialist with a whole set of people, not just a few people, uh, that know how to do it. That's when we acquire Intersafe to create a, a complete business unit and to, call, to, to create someone who is going to help us to be actually driving the, the penetration of PPE products within our organization uh, through, a, through a, a unique business model that we are currently rolling out. My final question is quite simple. What's next? Uh, what's next is I told you we have was uh, we have this strategy that we have uh, defined uh, over the last few months that we now need to deliver, and it's uh, it's ambitious. Uh, there there are, there are a few projects in there that we uh, that are going to uh, take us a lot of time and a lot of energy for us to implement, uh, with the goal to uh, with the goal to keep on getting market share on the markets where we are present. Uh, and that's, that is going to be the, uh, the big story for us in the next five years. It's going to take us, funny enough, to, to, to 2026. That's going to be the center of Lyrical. Thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. For much more from the interview with Greg Leonard, make sure you check out the January-February issue of OPI magazine. This content is only available to OPI subscribers. If you're not already a member of OPI, please go to the OPI website, opi.net, and click on the blue register for free button near the top right of the homepage. Please join us soon for another episode of OPI Tour.